You are now listening to Discover Your Potential with renowned radio talk show host and certified holistic practitioner, Cindy Gilman. So listen, participate, be inspired. Know that you can discover your potential. Here she is, Cindy Gilman. Our special thanks to Podcorn for sponsoring our show, Discover Your Potential. Podcorn is a unique marketplace that connects podcasters and radio shows to amazing sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, discussions. Podcasters of all kinds can browse and choose opportunities right within the platform. They can set their own rates and collaborate directly with the brand without any exclusivities. Their mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when the podcaster monetizes. Go to podcorn.com forward slash podcasters. And hello, this is Cindy Gilman, and you're listening to Discover Your Potential. This program is geared for you, the listeners. It's aimed to inspire, enlighten, encourage, and motivate you to look within and through guests that we have, you'll hear about their journey, their creative process, and how the universe may have pointed them in a direction to live up to their potential. Sometimes we may be working or living in what we feel is where we belong, and then something occurs, and we realize there's something more we are to do. I found myself this to be the case, but you'll have an opportunity to share your story. Jot down this number you can call in, 888-627-6008. I want to read something, this being the last week of this year, and this being the last week of this decade. It's called The Past is Past, but Tomorrow Will Last Forever. Our lives have so many glances backward, glances in them, don't they? Thinking back to how things were and how things might have been, there's nothing wrong with thinking back, but it probably is a mistake to dwell on the past, the what-ifs. Instead, we should concentrate on today and tomorrow and the tomorrows yet to be. There are a lot of beautiful days yet to come. The past is past, but tomorrow will last forever. We'll fill your heart with love and laughter, your days with dreams come true, and your life with so much happiness to look forward to. I think you're going to like today's program, but I, before I bring our wonderful guest on, I know you're going to enjoy talking with her. I did. Um, my dear listeners, I hope you had good holidays. I know Doug is, is doing his technological magic over there. I hope, Doug, you had a great Christmas. I guess Doug isn't talking to me today. Mm-hmm. 
I had a fantastic Christmas. Thank you, Cindy. I'm Thank so you. glad. So if you call in, 888-627-6008, be nice to Doug, because he keeps this show going. This is the last week of this year, as I mentioned, and the last week of this decade. Interesting. This is a time where many of us reflect on what has occurred in the past year and years. Some good, some painful, some positive, and some we just want to say, I heard someone say this today. This is good riddance day. I don't know. I guess there are some things we want to just say good riddance to. <laughs> Hope that's not how you feel. Some look back at those who have passed on and rem- and reminisce, reminisce family memories, m- reminisce memories with your partner, your husband, your wife, your partner, and especially around the holidays. Although my belief, as you know, is that our loved ones who pass on watch over us. We can make a promise to ourselves to begin this year and decade with a positive attitude. Not hold on to negative experiences, relationships, habits. Remember the program last time on Forgiveness? This might be a good time for you to think about that. Remember, forgiveness is to free yourself of negative experiences. A good time of year for loving acts of kindness. Many people may not be as fortunate as you are. Many. There are thousands and thousands of people who are going through very difficult times right now. It hurts my soul to hear about homeless families or families that don't have enough to get by or people in their older years who don't have enough money for their medications that they need so badly. So think about some act of kindness, whether it's bringing food or donations to a local food bank or pantry, or just greeting those you meet with a cheerful smile, or complimenting someone, even for the smallest of gestures. Keep a gratitude journal, and oh yes, we all have things to be grateful for. Now this is interesting, and I want to thank my Google expert, Norma, for helping me find some of these. Things that we experienced in the last decade, and maybe you want to add some when you call in, climate changes, uh, weather-related problems, hurricanes, severe hurricanes, devastating in Haiti, other places, earthquakes, Wildfires in California, especially paradise. Floods around the world, here and even in one of the most beautiful cities in Italy. And of course, the devastating fire 
the Notre Dame Cathedral. We also saw the iPad debut. Smartphones, smart watches, everything smart. <laughs> Tablets. We've seen electric cars and all those drones. They just keep coming. Some of them fall into trees, but people are buying them and using them. They've become very popular. Unfortunately, we've seen a resurgence of measles and mumps. And we've also, in the medical area, seen robot-assisted surgeries. We've seen advances in what I call complementary medicine, but many still call alternatives because I believe the two should work hand in hand. But it has become more mainstream, from acupuncture to herbal supplements to energy healing. It has become more and more popular, more mainstream, and doctors are actually sending their patients to good acupuncturists, to naturopaths, to energy healers. What else? Going green. We're going green from light bulbs to shopping bags to cars we drive, those electric cars. Unfortunately, we've seen an increase in hate crimes. And this hurts my soul so deeply. And I give a lot of credit to the young people from Parkland, Parkland, Florida, who came forward because of the loss of their friends to try to make a difference. Keep going, kids. It's worth the fight. Podcasting. That's a new popular as you know, and who we can connect with people across the country and around the world. When we said farewell on this level to many people, I may leave out a lot because I don't want to take up your whole hour. I want to get to our wonderful guest. But we lost one of my favorites, who I got to interview and talk with several times, Dr. Wayne Dyer in 2015. Most recently, Jerry Herman, the composer extraordinaire of Broadway musicals, and the amazing B.B. King. Ah, yes. And his wonderful car, his wonderful guitar, I bet some of you even know the name of his guitar. We lost Whitney Houston, Prince, Leonard Cohen, the brilliant Robin Williams in 2014, Jerry Lewis, Debbie Reynolds and her daughter, Carrie Fisher, Gloria Vanderbilt, the mother of one of my favorite journalist Anderson Cooper, and George and Barbara Bush, and Joan Rivers. 
I'm sure there are many, many more. But their souls are in our memories and in our hearts. And although they are no longer with us physically, I'm sure that they are watching over those they love and watching over us. And so, I just want to mention one more thing before I bring my special guest, who I'm very excited about talking to. If you want to listen to the replay of this program, if you don't get to hear the whole program, go to the podcast at my radio website, which is www.wd as in Dan or Doug, Y, P as in Paul, talkradio.com. That's wdyp.radio.com. Or listen to it on Spotify or iTunes. So, my dear friends, let us move forward. Doug, do you want to take a little break before I bring our guest on? Cindy Gilman is a certified holistic and Reiki and energy practitioner, as well as a spiritual medium. As a spiritual medium and empath, she conducts individual personal consults either by phone or in her office. All sessions are professional and confidential. For a phone consultation or in-office appointment, go to www.cindygilman.com or call 401-885-4115. And we're back. Ah, uh, thank you. I don't know what I would do without you. I'm going to have to adopt you. Mike, <laughs> he's, he's laughing. My guest today is very well known as a syndicated writer and creative director for Preferred Health Magazine and a feature editor for Metropolitan Magazine. She is also a reporter for her local newspaper, the Canarsie Courier. So for those of you from New York or Brooklyn, it's the Canarsie Courier. It is my delight and honor. I know she usually sits on the opposite side of the table. But today we get to hear her story. Melissa Clark, welcome to Discover Your Potential. Thank you, Cindy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. a little a little hoarse today, but mm. maybe a pony. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you. Um, one of the things that you had mentioned to me when we spoke mm-hmm. was that you write poetry. Yes. And I wonder if you might read one of your poems. Sure. Um, This is called Orphan's Introspection. Sometimes I sit with my mom and dad. I sit here and prattle as they listen in silence. I tell them of my hardships, troubles, obstacles. I cry inside. I tell them of my joys, success, 
love, I cry inside. My dad would always say the same thing. You're worth every penny, puppy. Mama would say, why do you let people upset you? We'd hug out an argument. We'd laugh when things got serious. We'd cry when things were funny. You know, the average family. What would my life be like now if they were here? I questioned my cognitive. I'm stuck here with them memories as three. Now my new memories as one plus dog. My dad's glasses sit in a box of a life he once had. I look inside to find him. Oh, there he is. My mother's poetry is read to find out who she was. To me, she was just mom. I beg your pardon as my heart stops in a moment in time. Why did you leave me? How do I go on? I'm too young to be 100 years old. How do I breathe with my heart shattered? Why was I given the task, the task of bravery? My weak muscles are stretched, yet I just lifted my soul. Oh, Missy, there you go ahead, ahead questioning God. At least I got my answer. Thanks, Mom and Dad. I thought of you today, but that's nothing new. How is it in Lotus Land? Are you kids deliriously happy? Wink, wink, see ya. <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Now, one of the things, <clears throat> one of the goals, <clears throat> excuse me, that this program has mm-hmm. is to allow people to see that sometimes things happen in our lives Mm -hmm. that push us in a different direction, a direction in which we can certainly discover our potential and live our potential. Mm -hmm. So would you like to share with our audience what happened to you? Sure. Um, My father passed away July 22nd, 2015, uh, of a sudden heart attack. And um, it just took our whole world for a loop. Uh, My father was my teacher. He was my best friend. Uh, He was just an amazing man, very smart, kind, um, a really great provider for our family. And uh, when he passed away, I just didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> so, you know, I would smoke cigarettes, I would drink wine, I, I became a rail. I was very thin, and I was just, you know, questioning God a lot. And um, so happens, I'm sorry, there's, I live in New York, so there's a big uh, buzzer going out in the back. <laughs> Somebody's oh. beeping their horn. I know Welcome what to- that's like. I lived in Manhattan. Um, but, oh, there we go. Um, Sorry, it's, you know, it's distracting. When you, but when um, you mention that, and mm. you ask God, last week, uh, the last program, we talked about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And one part of it is very often when we can't understand heart, mm-hmm. we right. blame God or ask God, why me? Why right. this? Right. So continue. Okay, so... Um, I, when we found out, I, you know, I told my mother and we went to the hospital and we saw my father and, and right there and then I knew my mother was in denial. You know, she really couldn't believe this was a man that she was with for almost 50 years, you know, had gone. So, um, you know, months, months went by, weeks and months went by and, uh, you know, I started actually feeling better about what happened and, uh, turns out my mother Four months later, um, became sick. After your dad passed. After my father passed away. 
Mm. Um, my father was actually admitted to the hospital on uh, July 20th, and she was admitted on November 20th, mm. which was very odd. So she wasn't feeling good one day, and we called the ambulance, and they came and picked her up, and um, we found out that she had uh, stage 4 lung cancer. Oh, dear. So, you know, um, from what I know, you know, that's where all the grief is in your lungs. Is that correct, Cindy? It's all the grief goes in your lungs from what I, from what I hear when you, you know. So basically she died from a broken heart. Um, um, there are many people that when their lifetime partner passes, mm-hmm. they will pass soon after. Uh, right. They were very close, and that's passing from a broken heart. Right. But all the um, all the grief can be placed in many areas, mm-hmm. uh, and it can take on different emotions for different people. Right. Oh, your mom and dad are here. Yay. I know. I felt <laughs> I felt my mother all day today. <laughs> <laughs> is your arm cold? Yes, my right arm is very cold. I, I've been feeling her all day. I was telling my sister, I'm like in the corner of my eye. I can see somebody going by, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I know when we initially spoke to set this program up, mm-hmm. uh, your dad just came through with blazes. I mean, he was so. Uh, talkative and mentioning different things and mm-hmm. he said that sometimes when you feel him your arm gets cold but yes it's almost like he's giving you a spiritual hug i love it <laughs> i love it yeah they you know i still feel them um it's it's uh, i actually feel more closer to them now that they're deceased you know i know that that sounds a little strange but i oh. really do mm. No, I mean they. I mean they're not with us twenty-four hours a day, right? Because they don't want to. They're not spiritual peeping toms, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they're there, mm-hmm. and they want us to know they're there. Whether I mean for you, it's actually physical. You can feel it on your arm. Yeah. Um, for some people, they get different signs. Um, a variety of signs. Now, have you gotten any other signs from them? Yes. Um, my mother was a smoker, so I smell cigarettes as if somebody is, like, like literally puffing right in my face. Ah. <laughs> well, you and, must love um, that. Yeah, it's, it's actually, I actually <laughs> start coughing. That's how, that's how bad it gets. I'm like, oh, my God, you know? This is and, very interesting because mm-hmm. before we went on the air, Mm-hmm. I started coughing, and I thought, no, where is this coming from? Yeah. So it was your mom trying to tell me. Yeah, go easy on her. <laughs> on your mother? No, no, she was saying that to you to me, go easy on because I was so nervous today. Because uh, I never, you know, I've gotten interviewed once before, but I'm usually the one interviewing people, as you said prior, but... Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's that's the sign that I get from her. And with my father, I smell his. He used to have Old Spice and his sweat, you know, like a dad mm-hmm. smell. 
So that's that's the scent that I get from him, and I always get I always see pennies on the floor because his mm-hmm. favorite song was Pennies from Heaven. So I get his the pennies favorite on the song. Floor. His favorite song was Pennies from Heaven. Now, do you check the years on the pennies that you find? I don't. I don't. You've told right. you. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them in a separate cup mm-hmm. and check the years because often they will send a penny. In my mm-hmm. case, my father sends dimes. Right. But check the, the year on the penny because that's usually significant. That's so cool. I will do that going forward. <laughs> now, do you think it's your mom sending you pennies or your dad? I think it's my father. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just have a feeling because, he, you know, he was, he was very generous with me <laughs> by giving me money. So he... Um, you yeah, know? I think he. Yeah, you know, he's just letting you know. Here, kid, here's a penny. <laughs> don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it, it's coming from oh, him. Oh, when he sends the pennies now. Yeah, he's just letting you know. Here, you know, you're always going to be okay. Um, Where did your parents grow up? My uh, mother grew up in Manhattan, and my father was a Brooklyn guy. Did your mother go to school? with a friend and college friend of mine? I don't know. Um, she went to, I know when she, in kindergarten, she actually went to school with uh, the Fonz. I just don't know the name of the right. school. Right, Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler, and I yeah. were freshmen together at Emerson College. Oh, wow. And we stayed friends. Um, of course, when he was, I used to tease him because Mm -hmm. we did our first acting scene together. And I said, Henry, the only reason you wanted me to do this scene with you is because I'm the only female in the class shorter than you. (laughs) But we stayed in touch a few times. Then he came into Rhode Island to speak. Mm-hmm. We, I went to hear him speak. He had called me and said, I'm going to be here, I'm going to be there. And mm-hmm. it was delightful. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, when you have wonderful memories. Yes, yes. So I don't know that he likes to just be... He's done so much uh, since Happy Days. Of course, mm-hmm. he's known for that leather jacket. And the gesture that he actually came up with, not the director, mm-hmm. that, uh, <laughs> uh, that was his. That was all his. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what made him famous. <laughs> and now, I mean, since then, not only has he done numerous shows and movies and TV movies, mm-hmm. he's written many children's books especially for children, because he's dyslexic. Right. And he's written many, um, many books for children. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's continue. I don't want to tell you my life story. I'm here to hear about you. No, that's okay. Actually, we were trying to, uh, we wanted to have him on the cover of our magazine with his, uh, with his books. Unfortunately, he's very busy right now, so. Yes. 
we'll, we'll, well keep he in does touch. that new TV show, too. Yes, yes. He's very, but he's you know, just come out with a new book. Yes. Uh, something, Space Alien? No. Uh, slipped my mind right now, because I'm focused on you. Um, something Alien. I'd look it up, but I, I had to leave that room because somebody keeps honking the horn, so I went into a different room. <laughs> uh, so, since your parents' passing... Yes. This shifted you into a goal that you had had originally, which was what? Well... I was going to become a cop. I have a criminal justice degree. Mm-hmm. So that was my main focus first. And I, I guess it, it was meant to be that I didn't become a cop. Um, so I ended up writing. After I, what happened was is that I took care of my mother. Um, after we found out that she, you know, had cancer, uh, I would take her to her chemo treatments, you know, and take care of her here. And she wanted to die at home. So um, that's exactly what happened. And after that, I became a published writer. Which you should be proud of. Yes, I am. I am very... It's interesting that you and I share something in common because you have this mediumship ability Mm -hmm. to connect with your parents Mm -hmm. and I've been aware of mine since I was very young Um, and there are many people that are listening right now who are probably having experiences Mm -hmm. and don't know what to do with it or think is this my imagination Mm mm-hmm did I dream this up so that, or will anybody believe me? Mm-hmm. Or will they say I'm crazy? <laughs> but more and more people are connecting with mediums and empaths and intuitives mm-hmm. because they're beginning to understand that there's more to life than this. That's right. So when you, when you started writing, mm-hmm. what were you doing? Um, well, um, it's so funny because right after my mother passed away, I took about a month or two months off. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to work. I was working as a waitress. And I went back to work and... Um, I saw this company that I haven't seen in, you know, over a year, and I was telling them what happened, and they couldn't believe it because, you know, it, I mean, a lot of people pass away within a certain amount of time, but they're like, wow, your parents passed away 18 months apart. You know, that has to be hard. So I said, yeah, I said, you know what, I'm actually just trying to get into my writing again, and, you know, and they said, well, you know, we can use somebody to write our newsletters. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, great. I said, wow, this is amazing. Now, Cindy, understand, when my mother was on her deathbed, she made it very clear. She said, oh, I'm going to help you out. <laughs> I'm going to help you out. Just watch. 
And I said, all right, Ma, you know, I'm like, all right, you know, well, whatever. She was a believer. Oh, yeah, she, she was told by a medium herself, but she never, she never opened up to it because she used to get scared from it. Right. So, um, so that's exactly what so happened. And I didn't know how to discipline herself. Correct, correct. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened. I got my first paycheck, and they gave me the confidence to start writing. And then my, um, my aunt had told me, she goes, they're looking for people at the paper. And I applied, and, and I... that's the Brooklyn paper? That's the Canarsie Courier, yes. Okay. And Yeah, and Catherine, God rest her soul, she recently passed away, I, I think a year or two ago. Um, she gave me my first gig, and I was like, wow, this is great. And, you know, of course I bombed, because I didn't know what I was doing, and they gave me another chance, and then I just kept on getting better and better and reporting and asking the right questions. And then I... Uh, my, I have a friend, Jackie the Joke Man Martling, uh, one of my, my dear friends that I've known for almost 19 years now. Um, he told me about his uh, a friend of his that owns Metropolitan Magazine, and mm-hmm. the rest was history. So what type of, I'm not familiar, mm. what type of magazine is Metropolitan? So Metropolitan is a New York City luxury magazine. Okay. Yeah, so we interview, um, we interview high-profile people. Uh, actors, artists. Um, Can you name some of the people you've interviewed? Oh, sure. Um, for Metropolitan, I've interviewed Jerry Springer, mm-hmm. w- wonderful man. Uh, I've interviewed Marilyn Millian from the People's Court. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete Hamill, a journalist at the New York Post, wonderful, wonderful human being, uh, who I, who teaches me a lot. I actually prefer to interview journalists. Because they teach me so much. Mm. Um, I, I've interviewed so many people. I've done stories on Kimberly Guilfoyle. Um, I have my own column called the Metropolitan Minute, where I go to uh, events and I write about it. Now, you had mentioned to me that you interviewed Fran Drescher. Yes. <laughs> now, yes. What, what was that for the newspaper or the magazine or... That was for Preferred Health magazine. Well, she's been through quite a journey herself. Yes, yes, she has, and she was. Uh, she's very generous with her story. She wants to help people out there going through the same thing, which you have to have nothing but the utmost respect for. Can we talk about what she went through, or is I mean, if it sure. was in the magazine, it is in the magazine. Yes, yes. Um, well. At the age of 19, she got raped in front of her husband. Uh, Yeah, there was two intruders that came in, raped her and her girlfriend in front of the husband, locked the dog in the bathroom, took her belongings, and left. Um, And then so they happened to catch the people later, thank God. Uh, And then she ended up getting um, cancer. Uterine cancer? I'm sorry? I believe she had uterine cancer. I can't think oh, right now. Dear. Yeah, she ended up having cancer, and now she has this organization called Cancer Schmancer, where she yeah, helps. That mm. figures. That would be something she would say. <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, she helps women. Uh, you know, she talks about organic life. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a Buddhist as well, so everything mm-hmm. is very positive in her life, and she's just one of one of the most interesting. Um, 
interviews I've ever had. And just a beautiful person. Her people are wonderful to work with. So that's already published in the magazine. Yes. So can people order this magazine if they want to hear, if they want to read the interview? Yes, of course. They can subscribe to our magazine. Um, Is it online? Can yes. It's uh, www. Uh, uh, preferred Health. Oh my God! You would think I would know this. I'm sorry. I well, usually even just... if they Google Preferred Health magazine, yeah, <laughs> won't it take them to that? Yes. Okay. It's preferredhealthmagazine.com. So, and the, go ahead. Oh, no, the cover came out actually wonderful. I act, I orchestrated it from my home in New York to, uh, along with my publisher, we, um, we, we did a, we conducted a photo shoot from New York to, from LA, to LA <laughs> with our wow. cell phones. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. You see, this is what this is part of what's happened over the last ten years. That's right. It's like I, I, people don't have to talk to each other on, anymore. They text each other. I've seen millenniums and teenagers standing next to a person mm-hmm. and texting them. That's right. Nobody talks world. anymore. <laughs> We're, it's sad. We're grooming a generation of non-communicative people. That's right. That's right. I'm, My niece- too, mm-hmm. I'm so old-fashioned. I want to hear someone's voice. We're going to take a little break. Cindy Gilman is a certified holistic and Reiki and energy practitioner, as well as a spiritual medium. As a spiritual medium and empath, she conducts individual personal consults either by phone or in her office. All sessions are professional and confidential. For a phone consultation or in-office appointment, go to www.cindygilman.com or call 401-885-4115. And we are back. And my wonderful guest today is Melissa Clark. Uh, before we go on to what's going to happen in the future or what you're doing, um, I want people to know how they can reach you. And you mentioned that you have an Instagram. Yes. And it's writer. It's mm-hmm. I'm sorry? Writer's Life 1127. Writer's Life. Is that with apostrophe S or just No. A- I have to get used to this computer lingo. (laughs) (laughs) Writer's Life, Mm -hmm. 1127-1. No dash. Pardon? No, it's just just Writer's Life, 1127. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) So people can get in touch with you. Um... There may be people out there that want to be interviewed by you. Sure. Um, let's talk a little about a bit about where you want to go with your work. Okay. Um, well, right now, actually, I also work for, <laughs> I have like five million jobs. Um, I work with uh, Dr. Robbie Ludwig. 
She is a uh, psychotherapist, and you can see her on CNN, Dateline, HLN. Um, she always expands her expertise on these, you know, on shows. So uh, I actually book talent for her. And uh, with what I would like to do, I like production work. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, my main goal is to be a reporter on the news because mm-hmm. uh, I, I like breaking news. I like fast right there and then. Um, but I do like production work as well. So, now what kind of type of production work do you it, on radio? You mean? Uh, no, TV, TV. So, what I type like, of production work do you want to do? Well, I like to interact with celebrities. Um, you know, just make them feel comfortable before they go on to, you know, be a guest on a show, mm-hmm. and that's really it. But I really enjoy my writing as well. So now. You have, you, besides living in New York now, mm-hmm. you have some connections with Rhode Island. I do. <laughs> you want to tell our audience about that? Sure, sure. Um, I lived in Rhode Island for a decade. Uh, I think it was from, I was 18, 2008 to, to, yeah, for a whole year. And I was actually working for Metropolitan Life Insurance. Um, in between and uh, working in a couple of restaurants and um, and acting at the same time. So, uh, Where were you at? Yeah, I was, um, well, I, I got extra work here and there. I was actually in The Departed as an extra, but then they took out the scene, but I got paid for it, so uh-huh. I could brag about that. <laughs> and I was, I was watching uh, Leonardo DiCaprio do his scene for nine hours, which after I saw the fact, it was like a two-second scene. So wait, that was, what film was that? The Departed. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm. Boy, that's Got a it. sign right there. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, use and, your mm. use your mediumship ability to connect with people. Yeah. You had said um, that a part of your work. Mm-hmm is to talk about people's grief and loss. Mm-hmm. And how how are you or would you like to do that? Oh, yeah, sure. Yes, absolutely. My goal is to write a book about grief and loss. And, um, you know, the thing is when you lose people, you always feel alone. You feel, you know, it's a very personal experience losing loved ones. And, you know, me losing my parents within a short period of time, um, you know, I had, to, I had to learn to fight. I had to learn to survive. Uh, and, you know, I always say to people that, you know, you can grieve. You can be there for a week, a day. You know, just don't stay there. That's what I always say. And, and that's what I, I was taught. I have a best friend, Angela, and she, you know, she, she taught me that. And she has both of her parents, you know, but she, she, she's taught me a lot and uh, helping me through this whole process. Um, I, when, I, when my clients come to see me or talk to me by phone, mm-hmm. I always tell them that there are two aspects of looking at a loss mm-hmm. or with someone we dearly love who has passed on. Right. And one is that they're the physical sense of loss here on this plane. Mm-hmm. 
they are not here physically. And the other aspect of grief, and it's okay to grieve. Right. It's okay. And Mm -hmm. no one has the right to tell someone when they should stop. Correct. And there are people that may tell you, hey, it's six months, enough already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yes. That, that's not the case. Everybody mm-hmm. grieves differently. That's right. And especially now this time of year brings up a lot of stuff for people. That's right. But so there's the one aspect of them not being here physically. Mm-hmm. Who is your dad poking me? <laughs> he wants me to mention something, and I'm not <laughs> sure what it is. Okay. Um, and then there's the spiritual aspect mm-hmm. that our loved ones don't leave us. They're watching over us. That's right. And whether it's our parents and my both of my parents have passed on. Mm-hmm. I miss my dad. I can't even tell you how much. And my mom just passed a few years ago. Right. Um, the toughest I find is when people lose children. Yes. Yes. And it's difficult when they're sitting there or talking to you. Mm-hmm. and crying their hearts out because it's so out of natural order. Right. And it's difficult to say, well, well, they may not be here, but they are here. Mm-hmm. Um, my dear friend Dave Kane lost his son, who was only 18 years old, Oh, my God. In the station nightclub fire. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I was there. Oh, my God. You were there. I wasn't there physically, but I was down the block. So I... Yeah. Um, Dave and I knew each other from radio for years. Mm Mm-hmm. And Nikki was supposed to open for that group, the Great White. Wow. And as it happens, they didn't want an opening group, so he decided to go anyway. Mm-hmm. And he was right up front where the do- doors were locked from the outside. Wow. So he didn't have a chance. Dave's way of helping him and others through grief, mm-hmm. wrote a book called 41 Signs of Hope. Love it. Because Nikki's signs are always with the number 41. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the interesting thing is, and you said you were right down the block. I, yes, when that happened. It was, yeah. I was working at uh, MetLife at the time, and we lived down the block from uh, where that happened. So, you know, a lot of people, all the neighbors, Mm -hmm. I heard stories the next day, and I I couldn't believe my ears. The the screams, I mean, I'm not going to go through it again, but, um, 
you know, you can, I'm sure you've heard a lot of stories. So it was, it was a, a I've terrible. Met with, I've hmm. met with a number of the families. Um, but I was smelling smoke all day, but it wasn't smoke where from my office. Mm-hmm. I just kept walking around asking people, do you smell smoke? Do you smell wow. smoke? Mm. And they'd say, no. <laughs> so I knew there wow. was going to be a fire. Wow. But I don't want to... Doug, we're going to take one more little break before we go. Is that okay? Cindy Gilman is a certified holistic and Reiki and energy practitioner, as well as a spiritual medium. As a spiritual medium and empath, she conducts individual personal consults either by phone or in her office. All sessions are professional and confidential. For a phone consultation or in-office appointment, go to www.cindygilman.com or call 401-885-4115. Thank you, and we are back. And for those who have joined us midstream, I am speaking to the lovely and talented Melissa Clark, who is our syndicated writer. Um, She's interviewed numerous people from journalists to celebrities. Um, I would also like to just mention that on on our next broadcast, my guest is Diane Biscoff-James who is a best-selling author and motivational speaker and expert on conscious transformation. And I believe her book is called The Brass Ring. Yes, The Brass Ring. So, Melissa, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello. (laughs) You You have a wonderful saying about dealing with grief and loss you had mentioned to me. Yes. Uh, what, what I know that has gotten me through the worst of times, the best of times, um, and especially when my mother was transitioning is, uh, if God brings you to it, he'll, br- if God brings you to it, he'll see you through it. And what a wonderful way to look at it. If God brings you to it, mm-hmm. he'll see you through it. That's right. And so for you, there's a very religious and spiritual aspect Mm -hmm. to all of this. Correct. My, um, My father, you know... My father wasn't very religious, but he always used to tell me, you know, he, he went to Catholic school and grew up a Catholic, um, but he always used to tell me, you know, Missy, stay connected to God. As long as you're connected with God, you can get through anything. Or stay connected to whatever you feel comfortable with. As long as you have, you know that you're not going through this journey alone, because I personally think we, we can't go through this alone. No. So. I always say to myself, and I I tell people who feel disconnected with anything, is just get connected with something. To me, it's to me, God. I mean, you know, it's just what I grew up with, 
Right. What Everybody have you. has the right to their own Correct. religious or spiritual beliefs. Right. But I always, mm, I, I always feel comfortable when I know that I'm not doing this on my own. And I know when I was watching my mother pass away or taking care of her and I wasn't eating and sleeping and I had to lift her up with the grace of whatever, you know, I knew that it's somebody was helping me right there and that, and that, that was right. the most, uh, spiritual and, and wonderful experience and bond between her and I and whoever was around. Um, cause I, I felt people around me mm-hmm. constantly. I was by myself with her. So, and you, you know, could I, feel people around. So they may have been her relatives that have passed on. Correct. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you know, it was so funny. And I, I believe I told you this story when I was uh, I was helping her going on to her Komodo, you know, when the hospice came here, which they, mm-hmm. they were the most unbelievable people. They, they were my helpers physically here on Earth. Um, they're wonderful. When, they're they're a breed of their own uh, the hospice workers. Oh, it was it was uh, it was the most wonderful experience. We had a new woman, Shanti. Uh, I just spoke to her recently, and she was she was fairly new. Uh, doing her job, and and she would sit and cry with me, and she goes, I don't know if I can do this. I said, you can Uh do this because you're so good with people, you know, and I I said, you know, it's like being a cop. you got to put everything aside, but thank you for sitting here and crying with me. Uh You know, it was the most wonderful experience. Um, But uh, back to my story, I was saying how I was helping my mother. Uh, We had all of this equipment in her room, and I was helping her, you know, go to the bathroom and I felt like a buzz in my ear mm-hmm. <laughs> and I swatted my ear as if there was a fly mm-hmm. and she 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 was sitting there you know she's doped up on morphine her eyes are closed she doesn't even know what day it is and she she goes leave her alone Billy <laughs> that's my well, father and Billy is my father his name is William or Bill William and mm-hmm. we yeah but we she called him Billy well yeah either Willie or Billy Mm-hmm. Um, but she said, leave, and I looked up at her, and I, I didn't tell her that anybody was around. She was in between the two levels. Correct, correct, and she, it, it's, it was the most interesting thing, and even like we would be sitting there watching TV, and she goes, she goes, oh, look at you, and she was looking at the end of the bed, and I'm like, uh, Mar, what are you looking what at? She goes, you, ha, Sorry? You probably thought, what is this? Yeah, I'm like, what is going on? And she goes, you don't see your father standing right there? And I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, it looks great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks wonderful. Yeah, I just don't want to make her feel weird, you know? Well, very so, often, I, I mean, you're saying it, you didn't see him, you felt him. Yeah. But very often people will appear or... They want you to see them well and healthy and mm-hmm. in their prime. Right. For you, you get more tactile types of signs where you feel him touching your shoulder or your arm. Correct. That's right. Before I mean, we go, because I know that Doug is going to tell us it's almost time, mm. I want to give out your Instagram again. Thank um, you. Writers... W-R-I-T-E-R-S, life, L-I-F-E, 1127. Mm-hmm. Get in touch with Melissa Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Maybe we have to bring you back to New England. <laughs> I 
I wish. <laughs> love so, it over there. Pardon? I love it over there. Newport's my favorite. It's, it's, it's a magical place. Oh, Newport place. is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I love Jamestown. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I go over the Jamestown Bridge and mm-hmm. have that bay all mm-hmm. around me. Yes. Um, it's just, it's, well, for me, water is very spiritual. Mm-hmm. Do you feel more connected to water or air or the ground? What? Um, I feel connected with um, nature. Like when I'm outside, uh, when it's a nice summer day, mm-hmm. I like to just put my bare feet and walk in the, the uh, you know, the grass. And that's where I feel I feel at my best, and that's when I can meditate and say my prayers, and you know mm-hmm. I just I, it makes me feel so wonderful. And I get that's where I get all my inspiration from as well. I've written actually a couple of poems about sitting down, <laughs> you know, outside. So yes. Well, I thank you for being my guest today, Melissa. Thank I you. hope we will get to spend more time on the air together. I just want to remind people who are listening uh next next program best-selling author diane biscoff james hope to uh have you with me again and once again doug thank you thank you thank you for being our technological conscious conscience and uh i'll see you next time oh happy new year happy decade hello I am Ron Hayden of Voices Unlimited. I've been writing and voicing radio and television commercials, toys, games, corporate sales and training, and so much more for over 25 years nationally and globally. I will write or co-write and voice your radio or TV spots on hold messages or whatever you need in one of my many voices or celebrity voices, custom characters, or an announcer voice. A great gift idea. Have me make a celebrity phone call for a special occasion. Just go to www.ronhayden.com to sample my voice demos. Email me at rhvoices1 at msn.com. I look forward to working with you in a high voice, a low voice, or just my voice. Cindy Gilman is a certified holistic and Reiki and energy practitioner, as well as a spiritual medium. As a spiritual medium and empath, she conducts individual personal consults either by phone or in her office. All sessions are professional and confidential. For a phone consultation or in-office appointment, go to www.cindygilman.com or call 401-885-4115.